The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Good morning. Good morning, and once again, we're so happy that you're joining us uh, every Monday at 9 a.m. to focus on mind, body, spirit. You know, uh, we're... um, Wellness Interactive. You can find us at wellnessinteractive.com. And our focus every Monday is the Wellness Lounge, a step further. And what that means is we are bringing you uh, some amazing guests on our show that really make that connection of mind, body, spirit. Uh, Today, you're going to listen to uh, a beautiful person but also a reverend, Reverend Gina. We have her uh, speaking with us today on uh, spirituality, spirituality and wellness. How how do you balance that? And uh, as women, how do we balance it? And our families uh, with work. Uh, Also, we'd uh, like you to stay tuned and uh, listen to uh, Reverend Gina speak about uh, how she navigated her work experience, her amazing uh, business experience into the transition of faith, but always having faith. So before we get to Reverend Gina, I'd like to share with you uh, a passage from uh, the Book of Ten. <laughs> this is uh, uh, just happens to be Pastor Terry Smith, who is my pastor. I'd like to share a paragraph with you uh, because, again, this month we're focused on spirituality. Last month we focused on mind and body, and this month is spirituality and connecting that with mind and body. Uh, in the Book of Ten, the paragraph reads, we participate in God's continued creative activity in our world, whether in the conception of a child, designing a piece of art, developing a business, writing a curriculum for learning groups, or imagining new inventions. All of the things that we create point to the creator and reflect his beauty. And on that note, here is a reflection of beauty, Reverend Gina. Thank you so much for coming on. How are you this morning, Reverend Gina? I am well. Uh, good morning, Desiree, and it is, uh, it's a pleasure and a joy to be able to uh, spend some time with you this morning. Oh, great. Let me give you just a little background on what uh, Reverend Gina is doing now. Uh, uh, pastor, of course, uh, Gina Jacob-Strain, uh, uh, is exploring today with us the concept and meaning of spiritual wellness. 
She is the Associate Minister at St. Paul Baptist Church in Montclair, New Jersey, and uh, she's uniquely qualified to discuss spiritual empowerment. She is a graduate of Rutgers University with a BA degree in psychology and education and Drew University's theological school with a Master of Divinity uh, degree she holds. She is the Associate Regional Pastor of American Baptist Churches of New Jersey, Associate Regional Pastor for Women in Ministry, and Chaplain for the North Jersey Chapter of Jack and Jill. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much again, Reverend Gina, for uh, being here this morning. I um, I want to start the conversation off uh, uh, with uh, uh, how you made that amazing transition from business uh, to continued faith. And what I mean by that, I was just reading at... Uh, one point, you actually managed a billion-dollar portfolio in investment, uh, in investment portfolio, and uh, now you're Reverend Gina. Can we speak a little about that? How how is it, uh, uh, or, or for you, how is it navigated uh, uh, through life? Uh, the presence of faith and uh, balancing business. Well, I think that I have always, um, my faith journey has always gone with me. It's not something that I've put to the side or my faith development. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was critical and essential um, in every aspect of my life. And even when I worked at Citibank or J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, I was always very blessed to have a team of people that we worked with collaboratively. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it made the... Uh, well, sometimes I think the business world gets a, a bad reputation, but I was really blessed, and I was just reflecting upon the fact that mm. um, one of my initial managers has come back into my life, and she's a member of my church now. I have an opportunity to see her, but even at my ordination, my whole Citibank and my J.P. Morgan Chase family was there. Mm. And I think, you know, it was it was not as if I was a banker and then... I was mm-hmm. also a person of faith. They mm-hmm. were always wrapped up together. And um, we would mm-hmm. sometimes joke when we were going to visit, uh, when we were going to make mm-hmm. a presentation to credit committee, we would, I would joke with some of my colleagues and we'd say, you know, did you pray about this? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'd be in the elevator and I'd say, yes, I did. Did you pray about it? <laughs> um, <laughs> And it gave us great confidence to know that the night before or the morning before we were going to present a transaction to credit committee for approval or if it was we were going to meet with some banks so that we could syndicate or sell a deal, that we had included this in our prayer time. Mm -hmm. So I think I've been very Mm -hmm. blessed that God has always Mm -hmm. had his hand on my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's never it's never been sort of I work and I am, you know like and then when after five I'm a Christian or after right. five my, my faith comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many opportunities I think in which you you have to seek God's counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I can tell you there were many days at work when things did not go well and right. I would take a walk and just ah. talk to God. Uh, right. You know I might take a walk and go sit in a church that. You know, it didn't even have to be a church that was the same faith as me. It might be a Catholic church, an Episcopalian. It didn't really Beautiful. matter. I just might go sit in a church and center myself mm-hmm. just so that I could hear God's mm-hmm. voice. Oh, so, beautiful. Amazing. Let me ask you a question, Reverend Gina. Um, 
just going back a minute to, to business, uh, were, were you aware at times when uh, you were doing business that, uh, well, I aced this, I got this, you know, after the fact, did you, uh, did you feel that you had a con- congratulatory moment because of your faith? You knew that you had aced uh, uh, maybe closing a deal. Uh, how, how did you um, sort of, uh, your faith is always with you, but sometimes I, I think uh, we forget that. And so if we are out into the world doing business and, and we're engaging on every platform, how do you know and, and stay centered? Uh, and I, I get what you just said about uh, uh, walking away and, and finding a church, and I think that's a beautiful moment. But when you're in the middle of it all, mm-hmm. how do you know when I got this, I have this, I'm, I'm not worried at all, nothing is, is going to uh, unwaver my faith and shake me, I'm closing this deal and I got it, but it really does come from your spiritual faith. Well, I think there are a couple of things. Um, One is that, you know, when you're going to present something to credit committee or when you're working on a transaction, uh, you are prepared. So you've done your due diligence, you've done all the work you can, you've researched the industry. Um, On on that level, you have to be very prepared, right? Because questions can come at you from a lot of different uh, directions. But the second part of that is even in the midst of all that preparation that you and your team mm-hmm. have, have you know, done for this moment, right, there's always that opportunity for someone to ask you a question that maybe you didn't think about. That's kind of the point of, mm-hmm. of making a presentation, right? Mm-hmm. And it is in those moments where you come up with an answer that maybe you hadn't even thought about. Right. And you go, okay, you know what? Only God could have helped right. me pull that together and see how those things connected. Because that wasn't in my presentation. It wasn't in what we discussed as a team. And so in those moments when God is so obvious, right? Um, yes. But also where God is very practical. And in that moment where you need that thing, that, you, that, that, that sort of those words that you couldn't take credit for it, Yourself. Thank you. That right. you came up with that on your own, right? <laughs> so in those moments, it's like, okay, you have that aha moment, you know, where you yeah. say, okay, it's the Holy Spirit that has led me to, yeah. to make this statement. Um, you know, I don't know that I ever left there thinking, okay, like high five. And, you know, often when you leave, you know whether or not your deal has been approved. But I think mm-hmm. I certainly went in with knowing that regardless of the outcome mm-hmm. of the transaction, the God that I love mm-hmm. was with me. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And so, you know, that I think was was always uh, very, you know, that was critical for me. And it, mm-hmm. you know, and things don't always go well at work. <laughs> right, right. It does it. It does it. <laughs> okay, so you don't always have these um, these shining moments. And your career takes a lot of, like, you know, a lot of beatings, peaks and valleys, yeah. right? It's not... Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always, you know, you go into a, a corporate setting believing that you're you're going to be on a certain trajectory and that you're <laughs> going to do well, and you have these little, you know, it's not a straight line. You'll have these right. zigzags, Bumps, and it's yeah. also in mm-hmm. those moments that the only thing you can rely on mm-hmm. is your faith. It's your faith. So uh, tell us about uh, when you uh, experience the, uh, this uh well, I'll just say defining moment of I'm going to move on. 
uh, and uh, really dedicate uh, dedicate your life to uh, faith, to God, to the community. Uh, how did that happen? You know, going from an investment uh, uh, management or banker and, and moving on. Uh, I, you know, I think that. Um it's an interesting question, and I and I think that there, there. I'll try to answer it in the most succinct way. I I have always been a person who was very active in my church mm-hmm. throughout my life, regardless of whether when I was a kid to, um, you know, even during college. Sometimes when people walk away from their faith, all through through my life, and um, I would say probably 15 years ago. So you know, I was doing all the things that I thought were what were. were of the things that God wanted me to do. I was working in the church. I was teaching Sunday school. I was serving on our leadership boards. I was a deaconess. I was a trustee. I was doing these things, but somehow it still didn't seem like it was quite enough. Enough for you, for the community, for church? um, I felt that God was calling me to do more. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I can say, honestly, I was resistant to Mm -hmm. that idea because I wasn't quite sure what the more was. Right. Um, I wasn't quite sure that there was any more that I could do, um, and and so I was I was reluctant. But I began to pray a prayer, a very simple prayer, for many years, and the prayer was just that God would give me an insatiable thirst for the mm-hmm. Word of God. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know where that was going to lead me, but it was just something that God placed in my spirit, and. I don't think I realized that as I began to pray that prayer and God began to give me more indication and begin to speak to me more clearly about what it was that I had to do is that it would require a great deal of obedience on my part. And so very simply, one day I was at home and uh, I was in a room alone and I was having some quiet time, prayer time with God, and God said to me in a very distinct and clear way that it was time for me to dedicate my life to following and to leading other people to Christ, that it was time for me to step into ministry. And it was so clear and so distinct that I actually thought someone had come into the room that I was in. <laughs> and I was actually home alone. And I, had, I got out of the, you know, I got, came out of this room and I, I checked the house. I thought maybe my kids had come back and they were playing a prank. But then I realized, no, this was the word of God. And he was, this was the voice of God speaking to me and answering this prayer and also telling me that it was time that I went into ministry, that I accepted my call. Um, and within 48 hours, um, I gave notice at my job. I talked it up with my husband, of course, and he was very affirming in that he didn't even question it. You know, right. and, the, and there was a lot to consider. We were a two-income family. Um, we were making a very big transition with small children in our house, and it wasn't as if I had a specific place that I was being called to be a pastor, but I was being called to serve God, and I was being called to ministry. And um, I went in and talked to my um, my boss about it, and I had just received a huge promotion about wow. a little more than maybe maybe about a month before it, oh secured this very competitive position. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I went in to say to um, her that I was, to my immediate supervisor, that I was going to leave, and then I had to speak to my more senior boss. And one of the things he said to me was, you know, I said to him, I need to go because God has called me to do more. 
And I didn't even know how to explain it more than that. And right. he said, but you already do so much at church. <laughs> like, what else do you need to do? And I said, but you know what God is calling me to do more? And I said, I will stay long enough to train someone. Um, and to work with someone, to transition out on the deals that I'm working on, to transition. But I really, I have to go. And I did do that. I stayed long enough to transition someone, um, and they were very gracious about it, and they released me. And then, I, you know, shortly after that, I began divinity school. Um, But it was very clear to me. It wasn't even something that I had to question, and it was clear to me that I had to be obedient now. Now, Wow. Beautiful. I just, um, because I, I have had the pleasure of uh, knowing you for um, some time now, and uh, uh, of course I did not know this story, which uh, I think is just uh, so amazing for uh, women to uh, grab hold of and, and, and listen to what uh, Reverend Gina is saying she's speaking to us all, but I think uh, at times uh, as women, because we do so much in the home and we're working, and you know, it, it's very hard to know when uh, uh, you are. Uh, I, I believe um, uh, being connected in some way or another to faith. If you uh, don't go to church, if you're you're not. Uh, Focused on uh, God and or the God of of uh, your choice or being. Uh, if you're not focused on that, sometimes it, it may be difficult to receive the message or mm-hmm. get the message. So, mm-hmm. um, with what your uh, or or how you navigated when you presented to your uh, business associates. Were you looked at differently, or were you engaged on a, a different level? Or, you know, I, I'm just, I can't really imagine uh, going in uh, and doing uh, what you've done, which is amazing, I think, uh, 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 speaking well, you. to your boss and saying, <laughs> oh, I think it is amazing, speaking to your boss, and, but, of course, saying, well, I'm, I'm leaving what did uh, some of uh, the people, and mainly women, I just want to know what women are saying uh, when something like this happens, when you feel that spirit and you know God is present and you share that with other women. I'm going to give up my job. I'm going to give up my business success. Uh, and I'm going to uh, walk in faith with God. How do, how do people respond, and, and women? Well, I think that, you know, this is, is an, I mostly worked with women, which is, which is wow. typical in a banking setting, right? Wow. Uh, my group that I worked with was mostly female. Wow. Um, and, and so that, that is sort of an interesting scenario as well, but a very affirming uh, group, and we are still connected. After all these years, every few months or so, we try to get together and see one another and have dinner or lunch or something like that. So I think it was a wide range of, um, of responses. Some people couldn't believe it. You know, they were like, are you kidding me? Like, you just got this new job and now you're going to quit? Um, I think some people thought it was a, like a power play, like maybe I was looking for more money or maybe I was trying to figure out a way to negotiate uh, more, a more flexible work week um, because I had had a more flexible work week in the past. Um, and then some people, you know, some of my good girlfriends who – knew me, and then once that I started uh, Divinity School, said to me, this is your passion. 
you know, mm. we've been waiting for you. One of my girlfriends said to me, you know, I've been waiting for you to do this. Like, it, and, and I was like, you have? And she, was, she wow. wasn't even surprised when I told her I was going to divinity school. And I thought I was giving her this big secret. You know, I was like, <laughs> guess what? You know, I was like, okay, I have something to tell you. Guess what I've decided? And she said, well, you know, I've yeah. been waiting for you to do that. And I was like, oh. really? Well, you didn't tell me that. You know? Oh. <laughs> was, I, see, I love that. So, I love that. Know, it Please, was, we, we have to speak more about that because I, I think it's also a lot, uh, it has a lot to do with the people that are, uh, in your circle, and, mm-hmm. and you're surrounded uh, mm-hmm. by these beautiful people. But if you hold that note, we're okay. going to go uh, to a commercial, and we're speaking with uh, Reverend uh, Gina, and uh, we have so much more to hear about her uh, her faith and her uh, navigation process to uh, a balanced life with uh, spirituality and uh, faith and wellness. We'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader, Extraordinary Life, every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us. We're speaking with Reverend Gina, Reverend Gina Strain, and uh, she's sharing her uh, thoughts on uh, faith and and balancing uh, the whole spirituality uh, component of our lives. And uh, we were speaking about women and uh, what that uh, connection is uh, to us all in spirituality. And I think all of us, uh, obviously, are very spiritual, but I do think uh, Reverend Gina 
uh, explains uh, an amazing balance in how she navigated her uh, a transition from business to uh, really dedicating her life to God and faith. Um, we were speaking about uh, how your colleagues responded and how your friends responded, uh, leaving a very successful position at one of uh, uh, New York's banking firms. Um, could we get back to that for a minute, Reverend Gina? Mm-hmm. And you spoke about one of your uh, very dear friends uh, who knew <laughs> when you explained to her that you were leaving, she already knew this. And I think that has a lot to do with who we surround ourselves with. We spoke about that uh, in one of our shows last month, uh, that circle or or people uh, who uh, are doing or maybe acting upon uh, uh, things in life that really uh, reflects who you are. Mm-hmm. Would that mm-hmm. be, uh, is this someone in your life uh, uh, that uh, has that same presence, uh, that faith in, in God, the, the person who said to you, oh, I, 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 <laughs> I'm not surprised, I know you're going uh, to uh, divinity school. I know you're going to be uh, beautiful and amazing as you always are. Yes, it's someone who I've been friends with for a, for a very, very long time. Uh, someone who's known me since I was in high school. Wow. Um, someone who uh, has has a very strong faith life uh, as well. And I think that there is something. Um, I think who is in your who you surround yourself with. Um, mm-hmm. I've been very blessed that I have. Uh, a group of women that I have been very closely connected with for in excess of some 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some of them have a, a very developed faith journey. Some of them are, are newly walking in, in their faith because just because we're older doesn't always mean that our faith journey matches our, our years <laughs> of wisdom. Um, so, and it really runs the gamut. And I think that within that circle of women, we are affirming to one another. We are sometimes challenging uh, to one another. I think that there is nothing quite like the honesty of a good girlfriend um, that, you know, can say to you, like, be very supportive Mm -hmm. of you, but also say, okay, rein it in. That idea that you had right there was just crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, or, or when you are, you know, at sort of your wit's end and maybe you call a girlfriend to complain about your family or your, you know, your spouse mm-hmm. or whatever, and they say to you, okay, get over yourself. Right. You know, I mean, all of, all of that, I think, matters. And I think having people in your life that, you know, I also think I don't take myself too seriously. Yes. Um, Thank you. Beautiful. Humor is really important. Um, I can find something in almost every day to laugh at about mm. myself, not even something that somebody <laughs> right. else has done, just something that yeah. I have done. Um, and so I think that that's, you know, humor is good for the soul. God created humor. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it's good to have a good laugh. It's good if you can have one of those deep belly laughs every day so that you can kind of, you know, <laughs> put things in perspective, right? Um, and so, you know, I, I think I've been very, and in all walks of my life where there it is, Women who are in ministry, I've made some wonderful, I have a dear, dear friend that I, is like the sister that I never had that I met in divinity school. Oh, wow. um, I have a phenomenal sister-in-law who's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot of people that, a lot of women in particular in my life that have, uh, that we have supported each other 
in good times, in mm-hmm. career transitions, in family changes, and you know, in, in times of distress and times mm-hmm. of wellness, and um, you know, it, there's nothing like being able to have a conversation with someone that you can call and say, "Listen, I've got this issue. Let's pray about it." Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. right there on the phone, the two of you pray about whatever that is. No pretense, and it's not about someone getting into your business or trying to know the intimate details of your life, but someone that you can just be real with. And I think that that has always been, um, it's just, it's something that God has always blessed me with, and I don't take it for granted. I don't take it lightly that I have these friendships, whether it's at church or at work or at, through American Baptist churches or mm-hmm. whether it's through St. Paul or whether it's through my, you know, my business mm-hmm. connections or, you know, just my girlfriends that I just, you know, sit down and have conversation with, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all have played a part in affirming me in my journey. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know, um, uh, you said something really important. Uh, you said you don't take this lightly, you know, uh, having uh, a great friend or having or being, you know, blessed with uh, just knowing uh, how to uh, embrace that inner circle. And you all are, uh, it sounds like you're pretty much uh, your, your friends uh, outside of, uh, uh, of um, uh, business, uh, outside of family life, outside of... Uh, uh, maybe perhaps even, you know, divinity school, you know, uh, who that person is, or, you know, you know, who, uh, you can connect with within mm-hmm. your circle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're, you're very happy and proud to say that, uh, you don't take it lightly. Now, can you share with us, uh, uh, maybe perhaps how you can identify, uh, uh, having, you know, that special, uh, friend or, or circle, or because not everyone, I believe, in your circle, they're not all uh, pastors. Mm-hmm. They're not right. all reverends, you know. No, uh, absolutely not. How do you not. balance that? Um, uh, how? Uh, and I think you need, you know, you need some supportive people in there, along with a few rebels. You need to, you know, a few people who will who will always be the people who will challenge you a little bit, but in a good, healthy sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of things that I that sort of guide me. Uh, Paul writes about you know the the notion that our that our we are transformed by the renewing of our minds, right? Mm. And that um, in in uh, Ephesians he writes about this. I mean, in Philippians writes about um, concentrating and focusing on whatever is true, whatever is noble, mm. whatever is right, whatever mm-hmm. is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, whatever mm. whatever is excellent and praiseworthy, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And so when you read those, both one in Romans and one in Ephesians, when you read that and you think about the people that you spend your time with, right, mm-hmm. then you have to think about are these people who are helping you be a better person, oh, right? Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that's part of it. You mm-hmm. know, and when you find that there is someone who is always negative, who mm-hmm. is um, the glass is always half empty, never mm-hmm. half full, mm-hmm. um, God is not the center of their life, nor are they looking to God mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in that sort of way, then depending upon what your focus is in life, mm-hmm. then you have to decide who is in that circle and who is not. Oh. And I think that sometimes it may it's not always easy. I, I will say that as I have um, 
transitioned and as I'm trying to be really focused on being a servant of God, that there are some people that I've had to step away from, mm-hmm. um, that I've had to say that, you know, despite the fact that this is someone who maybe had been a friend of mine for a very long time, mm-hmm. that the relationship between us was not healthy. Right. It was not, it was not good. And that's painful. That's not, that, that's not, that's not easy to do, but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes to do that. And God will give you the strength and the wisdom and the spirit of discernment mm-hmm. to figure out who should be in your circle and wow. who should be those. Because how you spend your time really yeah. matters. And what you say and what people say to you and like what you watch on TV and what you listen to on the radio and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things, they resonate in your spirit. And so you have to be very careful, not only about who you let into your own circle, but who you let into your children's circle. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm just about almost in tears here, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's so beautiful. It's so real. it's, It's just, I don't, you said it's not easy. I, I understand that. But, uh... For me, not being you know a pastor or reverend, and it to me, I'm I'm listening, and it sounds easy. It sounds simple. And for our listeners, uh, if you're um, you know really deciding on who is in that circle, as Reverend Gina said, it's not easy. We may listen, and it it sounds like it can be easy because we know so many people that are struggling. And uh, to Reverend Gina's point. They may not uh, have that faith, and I say that because one of my friends, uh, Reverend Gina, said to me once I, I was introduced to a, a number of her friends, and, you know, really nice, beautiful women, and she said to me, the only problem I have with them, I had dinner, and for me, I had dinner with them, and I, and I said, well, what are they about? She said, the only problem I have is that no one ever speaks about faith or about God or about connecting to anything positive. And I thought, well, wow, these are like, this is like five women you're around day in and day out. And I know her so well, and I know mm-hmm. that her faith. I know uh, that uh, even how we grew up, you know, with faith, I said, well, gee, well, why are we, uh, or her and Jill, her specifically, but why do we not make those choices Right. on who we uh, let in or, or, or associate with. I mean, why don't we make those choices, and why do we wait so long uh, to find that out? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, is there something uh, you can uh, uh, also, uh, you know, uh, speak to or, or let us know when uh, we're uh, being presented with uh, maybe perhaps the face from God, and we not we are we are not knowing this because we're around so much chaos that uh, it's hard to see. It's hard to get that presence of, of God because we're around people that don't have the faith, or maybe they're they're just not connected at all. I think that um, you know one of the things that's very important is that we're that sometimes busyness. Um, yes, mm-hmm. prevents us from hearing God's voice. Ah. And so I, I think that if you're serious about being connected to God and if you're serious about God directing your life, then you have to find those quiet spaces. You have to find the time where, you know, where you are 
um, where you begin to exercise some spiritual disciplines, when you begin to have your prayer time, you begin mm-hmm. to have your time of study, you mm-hmm. have your time where you are listening, mm-hmm. um, you know, that you begin to, um, that you study the Word of God because mm-hmm. you won't know the voice of God if you don't oh. know the Word of God. Ah, oh, beautiful. So, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, it, it's kind of like, um, you know, I say, uh, like, here's an example. When you are a mother, mm-hmm. if your child calls for you in the midst of all, you can be at a party with for 20 kids, mm-hmm. right, a birthday party with 20 kids in it, mm-hmm. you know that voice <laughs> when they call mommy. Wow. You know you know your kid, right? All the kids Excellent can be screaming example. mommy, right? Yes. But you know your kid when your kid screams mommy. Even if your kid cries, mm-hmm. you know your kid, wow. right? You mm-hmm. know that voice, right? You know that, mm-hmm. that, that sound of that cry and that mm-hmm. instinct for you to respond to it immediately, right? Wow. Well, I am certain that God knows each of us in that way. Mm. The question is whether or not we are faithful enough to know God in that way. Right, so that when God is speaking to us, we know that it's God's voice. But if I don't know anything about God, and if I don't take time to study God's word, and I don't know all the ways in which God has been faithful to me and blessed me, and I'm not giving an accurate account for those things in my own life, then I don't hear Mm -hmm. the voice of God. And then mm. other people, I give my, you know, you, you give yourself to other people because then they begin to influence your choices and make choices for you ah, when yep. God is trying to help you. So it really has to, I think it comes back to knowing the Word of God so that you can know the voice of God. Absolutely. Beautiful. Oh, just a question, uh, just staying with women for one moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think women... Uh, uh, Based on uh, the example you uh, just uh, explained about uh, hearing your child's voice and knowing when the voice of God is present and and present and being connected, do you think uh, somehow uh, women could be or are or should be instinctively spiritual, uh, far above? you know, our, our male counterparts, our husbands, or is that something, it, it's just with us. And we should uh, be able to embrace that uh, with uh, a much more superior platform, meaning, uh, yes, you, you, could, you could absolutely navigate 24-7 the spirit and the presence of God. It, it doesn't matter if you're at work. And, and you've explained it uh, so eloquently, but this is for the listeners who may not have that connection at, at, at this moment. Uh, is it, do women instinctively have something, uh, or is it just all of us that uh, are uh, uh, obviously spiritual, but uh, all of us have the, the, the ways in, in, the, in the being of God present. Do we do it differently from men, or is there not such a thing at all, should we not even go there? <laughs> well, you know what, it's, um, I, I guess it's twofold for me, or many-fold, uh, but I'll try to, to sort of be succinct. I think that we all have a spiritual uh, part of our lives, and that right. each of us is called to develop that relationship with God so that we can hear the voice of God, yeah. um, and so that we can have the spirit of discernment, and mm-hmm. so that we can live our very best lives 
that 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 you know the very best way that we can um in accordance with the will of God for our lives mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but in addition to that, I do believe that most women um have the ability to juggle so many different things in mm. their life at at once and have the ability to um step in and out of so many different situations as they're called upon to wear different hats, whether it means that you're in a business setting and you have to push a little bit harder than still in this day than the guys who are your equal. Does it mean that in a um, that you need to lean a little bit more mm-hmm. on? Okay. You know, uh, we going we're to going commercial? to cut okay. for a commercial, and we're going to finish up, uh, Reverend Gina, uh, when we return, uh, we're just loving all of this, and it's so helpful, and it's just amazing and beautiful that uh, we have Reverend Gina with us to share how we are going to continue our navigation with faith. We shall return in a few moments. Thank you. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. We're speaking with Reverend Gina Strain, uh, getting some amazing insights on faith and uh, how our whole navigation process and what it should look like. Well, we know that what it looks like for her, but she's sharing with us because we may... Uh, somehow uh, either not be connected or we are connected very strongly uh, as believers and, you know, faith of God. And she's helping us uh, in our everyday lives uh, navigate that process with uh, being a woman and having families and, uh, you know, nurturing uh, this platform where it 
helps and stabilizes our presence uh, 24-7, going to work, coming back, and so on. On that note, I really want to speak about families, Reverend Gina. Okay. <laughs> you, you've shared so much, and, and I am just in awe and so appreciative that uh, you're on this show this morning because I think well, that we you. can take away, yeah, we can take away so much from uh, uh, what you're sharing. Um, just a couple of questions uh, about uh, family. You have these three amazing young boys, mm-hmm. and uh, I, of course, have had the privilege of meeting uh, them. And uh, I'm just uh, curious, or, and I, maybe our audience is curious, too, on what you do uh, and how you pretty much navigate your uh, presence uh, with faith, with your family, uh, and your wonderful husband, Cliff. Um, can you share some things with us for those of us who have children and, and spouses? And how do you, what do you do uh, with your, your children or with your family uh, to <laughs> uh, balance? You know what? I, I wish children came with a manual, much like I wish marriage came with a manual, <laughs> so that you could, uh, you could sort of navigate it and, and kind of have some rules and things to follow. So um, I, I have, I have, you know, no no particular formula, I think. But I, I will say that um, we share our faith journey with our with our children. Uh, we are a family that prays together. We are, uh, and we've done that since our boys were very young. Um, it's, it's amazing what your children, if you pray together, what your children will pray for. It sometimes will let you know the things that they are concerned about that maybe they haven't said. Mm. Um, it will also make you mm. aware of the things that they are aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a family that, um, uh, that, you know, believes very strongly that God has to be the center of our life. And, it, and it's, I, I think our kids get that. You know, I have a son who's a freshman in college right now, and as in the case with every freshman, you always have something, some course, something that sort of stumps you. Mm-hmm. And I, I could hear in his voice the doubt that he had in himself, and it was breaking my heart, you know, mm. to, to hear him not be, he's a very happy, uh, easygoing kind of kid, and, and I'd say that my other son, who's now a sophomore, had the same sort of experience at some point that was like, okay, I'm not so mm-hmm. sure about this. And I remember saying to him, do you believe that you have the mind of Christ? Do you believe that you have the mind of God? And he said, yes. And I said, oh. well, then if that's the case, wow. then God created all these subjects that you're studying. And so if you wow. believe that... And it didn't mean that he didn't have to go or that students don't have to go and put in the extra time or study hard or work hard because uh, your faith journey requires action. Your faith relationship with God requires action. It is not a just sit here and, okay, Lord, just give me the answers to the test or, you know, you've got to be prepared, you've got to study. But I think for him... You know, in his in his few years, you know, he's not a, he's only eighteen, but he's seen that that God shows up, that God is very concerned about um, him and where he is in his life. It's not it's not you know, and that he has to have his own relationship with God, and that's something that I would say that my mother taught me. You know, um, my mother. One of the things that one of the reasons why I think it's been so easy for me to have my journey with God always be so present in my life is because of the example my mother led. Mm -hmm. And my mother was always a believer in whatever Mm -hmm. the circumstance, whatever the situation was, you know, wherever she was. And so for me, that just sort of seemed normal, that that's Mm -hmm. the way you were supposed to be. And I think when it comes to family um, and to your, your kids, your spouse, 
that, you know, there are some, some things that you have to, you know, that you have to put first. And um, it's not, you know, it's not consistent. It's not like every, you know, my kids are far from perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not that they are these, uh, but, you know, I think that they know and they love God. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that part of that is that they are developing their own understanding of yes. who God is in their life. It can't be because I love God that you have to love God. Right. God you, it has to be that you love God um, because you understand the relationship and because you have a personal relationship mm-hmm. with God. And it's the nurturing uh, from you and uh, your husband that's uh, presenting. It, it, you're, you're nurturing uh, them or their first uh, presence, the presence of God is uh, the nourishment that your family right. is giving them, so they at least have a start or a beginning. And I, I, would, I think it is important that as a family you worship together, that you mm-hmm. go to church together, mm-hmm. um, that you, that your kids go to Sunday school, that they go to Bible study. Yeah. Um, for them as well, if they are, if they don't know the Word of God, and particularly our young people, when there are so many decisions oh, that they are yes. making. Um, when they're applying to college, when they are in high school, when they're trying to choose who their friends are going to be, when mm-hmm. they are in the midst of peer pressure, right? Mm-hmm. If they are not established or having a relationship with God, the choices that they will make may not always be good choices. And not that just because you're a Christian you make perfect choices. I'm not trying right, to say right. that at all. I'm just saying that in we, we as, as, as a sort of as a society, right? We believe in formal mm-hmm. education, right? Mm-hmm. We believe that our children should mm-hmm. go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, but somehow we don't place that same emphasis. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I was saying sometimes we don't place that same emphasis on their spiritual development. So are you worshiping? Are you going to church with your kids? Are you spending time with your kids reading the Bible? Right. Um, you know, it can't always be all about the activities that they do, you know, the sports, mm-hmm. the, all these other things, and that none of that includes family prayer time, family study time, family worshiping together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are your, uh, your sons uh, receptive to uh, some of what you've uh, given them or you and your husband? Is giving them, and what I mean by that too, are they receptive to this away from home uh, while they're in college or wherever they are? Uh, do they uh, sometimes call you with the understanding that you've given them or helped them with throughout mm-hmm. their life? Um, are you able to reflect uh, with them while they're away from home? We 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 do. Uh, we have prayer sometimes over the phone together. Ooh, um, sometimes beautiful. they will call us, and you know, when they are concerned about something, and say, you know, can we pray together? Can we have oh a family goodness. prayer about this? Um, you know, I send them sometimes scripture. My husband sends them scripture. Our church actually forwards to our college students um, our our, our the, the church services. So even though they're not there, they get them. They they email them to the students so that they have them no matter where they are in the country. Um, so there is a way that we stay connected. I think that most kids, when they go to college, you know, they, they're not getting up every Sunday morning going to church like they would if they were here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if they were here right, at home. Right, You know. Um, but one, my oldest son shared with me that there's a Friday night service that he goes to, which I was 
completely shocked about it. Oh, my goodness. Um, But, you know, not like he goes every Friday, but he does go, you know, he does go sometimes. And my my middle son, I was just teasing him and saying, you know, well, when's the last time you've been to church? You probably haven't gone since you were home. And he said, not true. I just want you to know I have been. You know, so so I think that it, you know, um, that, you know, for they they find um, a space, for it and uh, and I mm-hmm. you know I send them you know I, I have I text my sons a lot um, which I would never have thought that that would have been a mode of communication that I would have <laughs> used because um, I just you know but years ago I had a, a student that I was mentoring who was at Princeton and mm-hmm. one of the ways that I realized was the best way for the two of us to stay in contact mm-hmm. uh, was for us to text and so she was sort of my trainer for saying mm-hmm. if I wanted to talk to my kids about things sometimes I have to text them so you know that's one of the ways that we that we dialogue about wow. God you know so I, I think they do tap into it but they they do it in a way that's very different from me and mm-hmm. I have to respect and honor their journey and believe that God is leading them yes you yes. know in that way yes and I think that's um, so important because uh, you know this this is this is a new year it's 2013 and things are different and mm-hmm. our kids uh, uh, whatever we give them or whatever support and help we give them, they may do it differently, but we have to be aware of that. So I think that's so important that uh, you shared that with us because uh, that could be a miss uh, with uh, families at times. We're looking for the way that we were nurtured or mm-hmm. that uh, how everything was presented to us. Because if, if you think about it years ago, uh, you know, we grew up, we went to uh, uh, church school. I think, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I went to church school uh, uh, in elementary school. There was always a uh, Tuesday afternoon where the school would allow the kids to leave and Oh, yeah, for religious school. instruction. I right, remember for that. Right, for religious yes. instruction. Yes. And we don't have any of that. And, no. uh, again, it really is uh, uh, so... <laughs> so important that we are listening to our kids, but maybe not always the way that we listened to our parents. Uh, and we, we still have the same nurturing of family, and it's, uh, as you mentioned, your mom. It is passed down, but we have to be able to identify uh, that our kids may uh, do things a little different. So mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you... Uh, uh, share that with us. Can you uh, tell us, um, uh, Reverend Gina, about uh, what you're doing right now with uh, uh, your uh, amazing uh, uh, organizations? And I, I, I just, uh, I, I love everything uh, that you're doing, but I don't know uh, how you find the time. But then I do know because you just told us you always have to have faith. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, uh, uh, what you're uh, doing or what your day consists of and, and some of the things that uh, you're engaged with, with community and, and faith and God. And well, there are a couple of things. Um, one is, is that I, I want to just say for women who are in ministry, uh, for, for that uh, one of the sources or a good place to go for information about seminars and workshops and uh, pastoral leadership training and things like that is to the American Baptist Churches of New Jersey website. And that is uh, www.abcnj.net. And that's where I serve as the Associate Regional Pastor for Women in Ministry. And primarily what I do there is to make myself available uh, to women who are coming out of divinity school, associate pastors, 
uh, women who are pastoring at churches uh, in a number of ways. I lead workshops, I teach, I preach, um, I uh, pray for, for, for needs of our, our clergy as well as our congregation. Um, we try to connect women who are coming out of seminaries so that they understand sort of what the path is and the road is for ordination. Um, American Baptist Churches of New Jersey has a wealth of, of resources and support for, um, for pastors and, and people who are uh, transitioning into, uh, into accepting their call. So that, that's, that's one aspect. Um, the, other, the other thing is that through my church, through St. Paul Baptist Church, um, for the next five weeks I'll be teaching a, a mini-series on the Book of Ruth. And there I serve mostly in the capacity of the Minister of Christian Education. We have um, a lot of really uh, dynamic opportunities for people to study the Word of God, whether it's Sunday morning or Wednesday, Wednesday evenings, um, which is when I teach, and um, just many opportunities for people to, to be engaged and, and uh, to, to mm-hmm. study. So those are just a few things that I would um, lift up in terms of ways for me to connect with people or just for ways for people to continue to grow in their faith journey. Thank you, thank you. And I think that's important, uh, just to continue to grow in your faith journey. And we are just uh, so <laughs> impressed and happy that you were able to share all of this with us. And uh, we uh, have uh, uh, shared uh, an hour with Reverend Gina Strain, and I want to thank you again uh, for coming on, and I hope you... We'll come back, uh, Reverend Gina, because uh, I think we we <laughs> got so much uh, of the takeaway on our spiritual journey from um, yourself and, and what you. you presented with us today. Uh, on uh, that note, we're going to have to close out, but uh, stay tuned uh, next Monday. We're always here, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. 6 a.m. Pacific Time, and it is Wellness Interactive. It's the Wellness Lounge a step further. Uh, our whole platform is to engage you with amazing, uh, not only professionals, but uh, uh, faith-based uh, initiatives and, and pastors and uh, reverence. We, we love all of this because it is about the mind, body, spirit, and connecting all And on that note, uh, I thank you so much for being with us, and I look forward to uh, uh, our next guest uh, next Monday, and you all tuning in. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Please uh, tweet about today's show or uh, find us at Facebook and and like us and post. Thank you, Reverend Gina. Thank you so much for your kindness and for uh, just allowing me to share my journey this morning. Thank you. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge. Just step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.